0: so I can be part of their world. Yeah, and I'm sure that means a lot to them. Yes, so. it definitely does. Like, when I told that my youngest son that I was doing geek devotions, he was like, Mom, do you need me to help you? Because I don't think you're going to be able to do this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was so sweet, though. Like, he was really going to give me, like, advice and tips and help me, okay. you know, all the way around.
1: <laughs> Captain, we have a proximity alert. With the planet's geekery, we are approaching collision. Quicks, get somebody on the comms, enter in the security code. Two, five, seven. Security code accepted. Hello devoted geeks and welcome to episode 35 of ComTalk, the podcast extension of... Geek Devotions, the YouTube show from a couple of devoted geeks that are devoted to letting people know that they are loved. I am Celeste, and today we have yet another special guest. With me
0: is... Amy Hollis, and I'm so excited to be here today.
1: (laughs) We're so glad to have you, Amy. As you listen to this podcast, please interact with us. Send us your thoughts on what we're saying via Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us by simply looking up Geek Devotions. Do us a favor and leave a review on iTunes, and please interact with us on our social medias, and perhaps you can be our next Devoted Geek of the Month. Okay. Now, Amy, with you, things are a little bit different as far as what we're talking about today. Uh, Generally, with all of our other guests, we're going to be talking about being a geeky girl, but you are very unique in the fact that you're not necessarily a geeky girl. You are a boy mom. Who has geeks in your, your little brood? That's
0: right. And, like, I'm really learning about a whole new culture. And, um, really, I was kind of afraid of it at first. You know, I know that sounds silly. Like, why would you be afraid of that? But I think anything that is out of our normal realm, yes. what we're used to. Yeah is different for us, but you know, when you love your kids, you wanna be interested in what they're interested in. Exactly. So that you can not just be monitoring what they're doing because as a parent, heaven knows we need to be monitoring what the people are
1: doing. <laughs> but all the, all the little people. <laughs> it's kind of like when they're when they're really little and they get quiet, yeah. And all the parents start freaking out, like, "What's going on?" Because yeah. they're quiet. There's yeah. a problem, <laughs> especially
0: when you have boys, because you just don't know, like, what you're fixing to walk into. You know, I got a, I got a thing on Facebook the other day that was talking about, you know, girls are harder to deal with, but boys are harder to keep alive. You know, oh like this, is,
1: this, 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 the struggle is real. <laughs> you know, I, I would believe that because I have two cousins that. Bless them. They determined that they were going to figure out which of them was stronger. Oh, yes. And they climbed up on the roof. Oh, no. And (laughs) one of them jumped. Oh, my goodness. And he, I think he broke his arm. Yes, yes. Or no, no. Either he broke his arm or he was about to jump and they caught him and they determined that whichever one of them didn't break their arm was gonna be the stronger one.
0: Oh yes, yes. This is this is real. Like this is my life. I have three boys and they they are it has been just like an exercise in like I don't even know what it's an exercise is. Like, I'm just like holding my breath. Like, you're going to make it. I'm praying. You're going to make it. You, know, <laughs> you, you will survive. You will live through this. Because we've had sword fights. We've had a front tooth knocked out. We had, I meant to push him, but I didn't mean to knock him off the top bunk. Oh, my gosh. Two broken collarbones. <laughs> you know, the sword fight actually broke out half a tooth, you know? And so... <laughs> We're still having to pay to get that tooth fixed, too. That's expensive. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's real. And so so I've learned so much about, you know, like Marvel Comics and Spider-Man and, you know, just things that I never would have just on my own been interested in. But, you know, hanging out with my kids... I just want to be interested in what they're interested mm-hmm. in. And I'm not trying to change who they are and make them me because they don't want to be me. They don't care about, you know, HGTV and, you know, Pinterest yeah. and all the oh, stuff yeah. that I like. Yeah, because you know? so Pinterest is awesome. Pinterest is awesome. <laughs> and I love it. But, but they do not. And so they're not going to come to me. So I'm coming to them. Yeah. And they're really great people. And so it's it's really cool to get to be part of the things that they're doing they're all so different and um to really like i'm not trying to hang out with them and be them i'm just trying to be interested in what they're Mm -hmm. interested in
1: so i can be part of their world yeah and i'm sure that means a lot to them
0: yes it definitely does like when i told that my youngest son that i was doing geek devotions he was like mom do you need me to help you because i don't think you're going to be able to do this (laughs) He was so sweet though, like he was really going to give me like advice and tips and help me, hey. you know, all the way around. Hey, at
1: least, <laughs> at least he he was willing to offer. That's right.
0: He he did kind of laugh at me a little. So guys, just don't laugh at me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> or, if you
1: do, or if you do, do it quietly where she can't hear you. <laughs> they, I can't hear them anyways. <laughs> True. <laughs> the podcast. Exactly. That's <laughs> laugh all you want. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Now you were telling me before we started recording about your youngest son and some stuff that he was doing. Oh, why yeah. Don't you, why don't you talk about a little bit more about that? Let us know oh, yeah. what's going on. Like
0: it's a whole new world that I've been opened up to things that I didn't know, but I'm really interested in it and really just kind of geeking out about it. I guess it's really cool. He is involved in destination imagination at school. And, um, it's a program where they take, um, kids, they have to try out. Um, there's a lot of improv. There's a lot of, um on the spot um, problem solving skills like they put them in a situation they give them tasks that they have to complete and they have to hit several different marks they have to be creative with it mm-hmm. they have a certain time limit and they get scored on their on their points and on their creativity right and so they um, they actually competed in state and they made it to global that's so awesome. it's really awesome and it's it's a lot bigger than anything I ever realized and they have The the coolest thing, like they had a duct tape challenge. Oh my gosh. And they were, they could bring as many different rolls of duct tape as they wanted and they had to create like costumes out of the duct tape. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's like
1: the the prom dress stuff. Have you seen that?
0: Yeah, you should have seen some of the stuff that they had. They had like some from The Nightmare Before Christmas. This girl made like a whole dress out of duct tape. She only had a couple hours. I was extremely impressed with what she had done. Made the wig, made the dress and everything. awesome. He actually won first place in that too. They were Moana, like him, really? Yeah, the girl made a duct tape outfit of Moana. The the boy, I get this wrong because I've only seen the movie one time. I so have I. So yeah, bad. so there's the guy and the girl, and then he was the little pig. He was the little <laughs> white pig. And he had like a little pink nose hey, and little pink ears. It's,
1: and it's better, the only name other than Moana I remember from that is Heihei, and yeah. that's the chicken that keeps falling off. Because the chicken? Yes. I, I relate to Heihei so much. <laughs> The memes that have come out because of, hey, hey, you know, or when, when you're, you say, oh, I'm going to be so productive. And then you're running around in a little square like, isn't that, <laughs> that's how I feel every is, time I try to clean my house.
0: Exactly. <laughs> this is my life. Yes, exactly. You know, they, um, they, they won in the duct tape challenge. It was really cool. They got a duct tape medal for it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which I thought was pretty neat. And then they had to do, like, an entire skit. And they can't have help from the adults. Like, most, just being honest, most school projects, my kids are older. I have done a lot of school projects. And <laughs> I have passed a lot of grades with my talents and skills. You know? <laughs> but this... The truth comes the out. The truth comes out. You know? I I mean, like, I did a great senior project. <laughs> It's amazing <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> But, you know, this they had to do completely on their own. Yeah. No help, no assistance. They had to do it themselves. And I was amazed at their creativity. Mm -hmm. Like, they had to build an amusement park ride that had to move. Oh. And it had to be in an unlikely setting. And they had to have an entire script to go along with it. They had to make backdrops.
1: Oh, my gosh. They had
0: to change scenes. They had a certain set, like, amount of time.
1: Please tell me they had more time to build the sets than they did the duck Oh, yeah,
0: definitely. They, okay. they had months that they've been working on the sets. And so the same um, project that they did that they competed with this time, they will take to global. So they have, they will improve on it and they'll take it to global and they will perform there again. Now, where is global? Global's in Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. So we're fundraising, you know, I might put something out there for y'all. Y'all can help me out. It's really expensive, like $1,000.
1: I've flamingos coming back. (laughs) Yeah. The
0: flamingos are coming. We flocked people with flamingos to raise money for a mission trip before. So now we're going to be flocking to make it to Tennessee (laughs) because it's
1: expensive. (laughs) Well, all of that sounds really awesome, especially the getting to go to Tennessee part. We oh yeah, will, we will be praying and possibly flocking people. Oh yeah, so because <laughs> you know that's just so much fun. Um, so let's go into our next topic about talking about stereotypes. Now, when we were discussing this beforehand and and talking about what we were going to be talking about, we I realized that you you really haven't come across this.
0: Yes. I mean, I have in other areas, but um, like the the geeky girl stereotype like you were Mm -hmm. telling me about, you know, it just hurts my heart that people would treat other people that way, that you would look down on somebody for something that they're interested in or that you would be mean. I mean, because honestly, being mean to anybody is not going to change them over to your viewpoint it is not going to lift them up to a different perspective it's not you know it's just kind of
1: pointless to
0: just being mean you know it's
1: really going to do is make you look really bad yeah and then make them not like you yeah exactly exactly you know like being
0: a mom of a kid that is super smart really interested in um you know like i said the destination imagination Mm -hmm. he loves marvel movies and he um he does all this really cool stuff um it just hurts my heart that someone else would um bully or be yeah. mean you know because really
1: in this world that's a lot of what happens mm. there's a lot of bullying going on so well and some of it i don't even think it's necessarily bullying i think it's just unintentional assumptions like yeah some people yeah. just make assumptions because that's the only thing that they've they've had experience experience with yeah it's like we were talking about, i was talking last week with Demera. i think it was last week it may have been two weeks ago this podcast was previously recorded from when it was released so i don't remember what order they're airing in i apologize devoted geeks <laughs> um but when Demera and i were on the podcast together we were talking about the fact that my dad got me into a lot of stuff and it wasn't i didn't get into it because of him but, because I wanted to please him, but it was because he introduced me to things he thought that I would like. Yes. Based on other things that I liked. So, like, I had never seen Star Wars. I had never yes. seen Star Trek. Uh-huh. I, there was just so many things. Like, he got me, he found out that I liked music. And he got me an entire book series about, um the World War Two oh, that was based around music. Oh, so wow. it's, it's one of those things of he was trying, he was doing what you were doing. Yeah. He was trying to connect with me. And through that, broadened my horizons. Well, it's really a wonderful thing to do, like to
0: find that connection point with Mm -hmm. your kids, you know, to find this is something that we can do together. This is something that we can talk about. This is something that I can ask you about Mm -hmm. and find out about. And, um, and it's really, I don't know, it's just loving another person, you know, and you know, he's different for me. He doesn't look down on me for being a mom or, you know, (laughs) now I do have to say, he is my first child that he's the third child. He's the youngest one that walks like 10, 10 paces in front of me because he doesn't want people to see that <laughs> I real. <live. laughs> My other two never did that. Like my <laughs> oldest one, he would like kiss me in the classroom in front of all of his friends in the fifth grade, like before I left. And and the second one, he's like, "Oh, mom, it's okay. I love you." You know, he's like, "Well, you drop me off on the corner so he <laughs> 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 when he sees you." That
1: oh, poor kid. <laughs> I
0: know. Well, he's twelve. You know, <laughs> all this, you know, just trying to be cool and everything. Yes. You know.
1: <laughs> So. The other two just didn't care. Apparently,
0: they didn't. They, they didn't. <laughs> they were it like, like, "My like, mama's boys. It's okay." I know, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> so, so. <laughs> It is really funny, though. I was like, oh, I was been waiting for this to happen. Like, <laughs> I just didn't expect it to happen now. <laughs> I know, like all this time, and here we go, you know, um, coming into the teenagerhood and stuff. Well, and that's when I think like stereotypes and stuff like that come in, too, because you're really looking for your identity, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we do identify. We identify thing- with things that we love and yeah. things that we do, you know, like um, I'm in children's ministry, Yes, and I really love like our curriculum. We do super book curriculum and it's really cool. And, um, and I identify with that. Like when people ask you like who you are and what you do, that's one of the things you talk about is what you're interested in. And, um, and so I think that that's where sometimes like you tell someone you're interested in something and then they're, they're just basing it off of the only experience
1: that they've Mm -hmm. had with that. So it's actually, that's a very good analogy. The Mm -hmm. first time we ever went to a convention we went to geeked con yeah at the convention center well we went originally we went to louisiana comic-con and we didn't get in because they didn't they underestimated the draw yeah they 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 didn't realize how many people were going to come they did not realize so many people would come so they were at this very small venue it was not their fault Mm -hmm. but then they also sold all the tickets, and yeah. then the people who bought the tickets at the door couldn't go in until the people with the tickets left. Oh, wow. So it was it was a very, it, it was not handled well. Yeah. They are actually coming back um, this year and have very high hopes because they have a bigger venue. They've learned from their mistakes. Oh, yeah. But part of that con that was so nice was, I told someone later, I made a joke that I would normally make. It's just I'm used to people kind of going, "Huh, hey, that's funny," and going on, and they got it. Oh yeah. They understood <laughs> the joke and it was so much funnier to them because they knew what I was referencing. Yes. So, when you know when you understand, it's like an instant connection.
0: Yes, exactly. Like and and I find that too, you know, even with like being in ministry and being mm-hmm. in church because you know I'm a children's pastor, and um and I do that too. And it's oh, like yeah. you'll make a joke or something that like comes from scripture and people are looking at you like, "What? what are you talking about? <laughs> and then you're just looking and then you got to explain everything. So let me tell you, like, like Celeste was doing that with me a while ago. She was showing me the picture of her and DeMera with the little bunny rabbit things. And she's like explaining to yes. me who
1: they are. <laughs> Cause I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, so the little bunny rabbits that she's talking about are Ryoki and Kenobi from Tenchi Moyo. Um, and they're actually what's called a space cabot. Okay. They are, they are bunny rabbits, but in the TV show, they're also spaceships. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it's when they're, so your spaceship follows you and it's adorable. Yeah. Like. Precious. So, it was yes. very cute. I saw the picture. they so precious. and yeah. <laughs> They're in the living room, so I'll show you this when we're done. Yeah. Because they're, they're soft.
0: <laughs> but I hear they shed, so I gotta they be careful. <laughs> they do shed. <laughs>
1: so. Um. But just, you know, for for the viewers, that is the bunny rabbits we're talking about. Yes. Because I don't know what they're called. That's okay. <laughs> and that's okay. Because you have a good attitude and you're willing to go, Oh, okay, that's cool. Well, and it it really is
0: neat because you're you're really getting to learn about People that you care about yeah. and people that you love. And more than anything, as a mom, like you want your kid to grow up with self-confidence. You want them to be proud of who they are mm-hmm. and to, um, and to care about other people. Yeah. And, and really like, I want them to find their identity in Christ Yes, and, and you enjoy everything that, that God has put into your life. And I think that gives you like a greater sense of who you are mm-hmm. and, and you're a, you're not as shakable. Yeah. You know, and that's like with him, like we, we read scripture together. We pray together. We, um, we talk about things together. And, um, and I think my, and I'm not bragging on myself because I am, I'm not like the best mom that there ever was or anything, but, um, but my willingness to step into his world and care about what he likes Mm -hmm. opens a door for me to be able to plant that good seed in his life.
1: You know? Yeah. So, okay, well, we are gonna take a quick break. Here, here are a few opportunities for you to vote geek, and then we will be back and uh, talk about some more geeky stuff. Are you a new business or ministry and need help getting your message out? Are you a budding artist who needs help sharing your passion with the world? Need help creating a social media presence that's impactful and represents who you are, but, can't afford to have someone else run it for you all the time? One of my passions is to help people establish a social media presence so they can reach others with a message that encourages and changes lives. Not only do I want to help you create it, but I want to give you the skills so that you can maintain and grow your online presence. I offer a variety of services from graphic design to creating a social media campaign to consultation. If you're interested in my help, email me at geekdevotions at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Okay, and welcome back. So, now we've kind of already gone over what you were geeking out about. Yes. So, what I have been geeking out about is I've started a book series. And I'm rather sad right now because I just realized the third one's not out yet. Oh,
0: no. That's terrible. It's the worst. It's like when you're watching the Netflix and you realize that the series has
1: been canceled. <sighs> like, you get, like, all into it. And then <sighs> there is no more. And there's it's no really more. sad. <laughs> or you realize that it's British and you have to wait for another, like, year oh, for wow. it to hit wow ne- Yeah. yeah that's watch, a long time. Ooh, I, do, yeah. I do call the midwife. Like, that's well, one of my shows. That. Yeah. It's um, midwife in London right after World War Two. Oh wow, that and sounds so cool. In the the series, as far as Netflix has, because that's when I watch it, um, they've gotten up to the sixties. So we just passed the um, the missile crisis. Oh wow, yeah. So it's it's a good. I, I like history. I like yeah. shows set in, set in history. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting watching everyday life. Yes. As all these other things that you know about yes. are going on. Um, it's kind of like going back in time. It's yeah, really cool. it is. Yeah. I've been doing, that's Call the Midwife this last time was my my coming down from watching The Crown because I'm obsessed with The Crown. <laughs> um, <but, laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> it's so good. But uh, I, I like British TV, but yeah. it takes it forever to get to netflix so like yeah. the season that i'm watching dallas's mom has already watched on pbs oh wow because it came it's originally aired at bbc then it went to pbs and then when the next season airs on pbs netflix will get the last season oh wow so it takes a while for it all to it come to you takes it takes a does. while for it to get to me and i know that uh, some of my friends who are really heavily into the anime it takes a, the same amount of time if not longer sometimes because they have to dub it and sub it and all that fun stuff and um, make, yeah. it, make it legible at least yeah. at least I just have to deal with accents
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to read the screen go to glasses on and stuff <laughs>
1: so, um. Which, I mean, that's cool, but not all the time. Yes. Especially yes. when generally I'm listening to it as I'm doing something else. Yes.
0: That's, I like to do that, too. I really do like to put things on to listen to while I'm doing other things. <laughs> but I, it actually helps me, like, finish things, too, mm-hmm. because I'm so bad about, you know, if, if I'm just stuck with the thoughts in my head, then I I'm just kind of, like, run around in a circle. I don't even know. <laughs>
1: interesting. So, but the book series that I started, incidentally, is set in London. that's good that's good you should go visit sometime sometime eventually maybe one day but uh it in this in this world it's a dystopian book and in Mm -hmm. this world there are people who have access to magic. Oh, wow. And they call it magic, but it's really more like they're mutants. Oh, wow. Like, it's like they have incredible strength. They're able to do things. They can, they're telekinetic. But in the book, they call it magic. And I feel like that's going to have a purpose later on. Yeah. Um, I'm in the middle of the second one. And so the people who don't have the magic, who are not the equals, which is what that, that group of people's called, are normal everyday humans. They get jobs. They work. They do their stuff. They have yeah. doctors, lawyers, all that fun stuff. And But they have installed in the society that for 10 years out of everyone's life who is not an equal, they have to ha- do what's called slave days. Oh, wow. And so for 10 years, they don't have rights. They wow. are not considered people. That's a big chunk. Ten yeah. years. That's a long time. And so, well, and you can choose any point to do it. So, in the book, in the family that the book is following, mom and dad haven't done it yet. They want their kids to be able to do it because once you've done your years... You're done. Yeah. You're done and then you get advantages. Like, until you've done your years, you can't travel overseas. Oh, wow. So, there's there's perks to... Having already completed having it. Having already completed it. You can yeah. get into better colleges. You can get more money funding type things. Oh, yeah. Um... So, the oldest sister has just turned 18. Kids are not supposed to be able to do their days without a parent. Oh, wow. So, there is a 16-year-old and a 10-year-old. Oh, wow. And so, mom, dad, and the 18-year-old have decided, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to get into a family house rather than a slave town and work for the family because at least we'll all be together. Yes, Yeah. And so, it it ends up turning south for them. It, oh, Wow. Like, when they pick them up, they the family determined they didn't need the 17-year-old boy, so he gets sent alone oh, wow. to the slave town, and yeah. then they're separated, and it's just, it's very intriguing. And so I think they're going to, they're taking the route of getting, like, the political side of things. Like, yes. they're going to try and get it changed um, yeah. if not changed, at least better conditions. Yes. You know, we, it's funny because we were just talking about that, uh, dystopia,
0: mm-hmm. uh, last night at church in our Bible study. And, um, the, which, which I know sounds like an odd thing to talk about, but I really just learned what a dystopia was. Oh, okay. Yeah. My son, um, was in his English class was doing a project on dystopian novels. Gotcha. And so I had seen some of the movies, but mm-hmm. I just didn't realize know what that that was. was what it was you know I didn't know that was what it was called I guess I didn't know the name of it <laughs> I
1: feel like I feel like because of the Hunger Games everyone knows a little bit of what dystopia yes. is without realizing it yes
0: it, and it was like you know if the society was you know manipulated in a certain way mm-hmm. you know and so that was really interesting to me like I really um I really was like I I enjoyed like watching him do his project mm-hmm. on it and and really it makes you I think the point of the dystopian stuff is to make you think about things in your society. Yes, Yeah. And so, to realize how if they were different, you know, mm-hmm. or if you actually sometimes actually got the things you asked for or yeah. the things you wanted, how badly well, that
1: could go. There's a series, and I say a series, there is a TV series, and I'm not going to say it because it it can be kind of controversial. Yeah. But it's based off of a book that was very well written. And as I'm reading the book, I'm going, oh, my gosh, I can see this happening. Yeah. And not because of the reasons the author thinks. Intended. Yeah. yeah. Like, the author intended it to be very, um, shall we say, liberal? Okay. Um, they were intending it to be the, the women's rights type thing. Uh-huh. And they were blaming the people who were more conservative for for the what had happened in the book. And I'm going, no, it would not. It would be something completely different, so I I enjoy that type of thing. So that is what I'm geeking out about. Yeah. So is there anything else you were geeking out about other than your son getting to go to Global? Well, there's you know I haven't really been doing that much other <laughs> stuff.
0: You know I teach children's church. <laughs> I mean, taking care of my grandma and going to the DI competition. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's about it. That's life right now. <laughs> that is life. It's very busy.
1: <laughs> I understand. Honestly, if it was not for the fact that my supervisor does not mind me having my Kindle up to read oh, yeah. in between patients, yeah. I, I would not at all have time to, (laughs) to do half of what I do. I
0: know, I know. It's really hard. Like I, I do not sit down at work, so I don't have that opportunity. No, no, I don't get to sit at work. I work from the moment I get there until the moment I leave, (laughs) you know, but, um, but God is very gracious with me. Like I always find a little minute, a little opportunity, you know, when I'm getting ready in the morning, I put my Bible on and listen to it while I get ready. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> you know? Like you do what you got to do during these busy moments in your life.
1: <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you hang on until you get to a point where you're not quite as busy.
0: I know. I know. Well, and like I was talking to a friend of mine about that today. We were talking about, um, you know, people say, you know, if you're too busy, then you need to let go of the things that aren't producing fruit mm-hmm. and aren't being productive. And then we were laughing. I was like, but what if it's all producing fruit? Exactly. What if it's all productive? What if it's all good and, and fruitful? and you know making a difference it's like how do you decide which one to cut out then (laughs) you
1: know None of it. You that's, just don't sleep and do your laundry. Though. That's that's when you, when the, the lovely juggling act yes. of, okay, we've got this, 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 and this going on. Let's see if we can scooch this to next week yeah. and then start the juggle again. Exactly. You
0: know, it's like I work in the hospital. It's like triage. Like, yeah. to you know, decide what's the most important, go for that, and then you work on the other stuff next. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> exactly. Okay. Now, if our devoted geeks enjoyed listening to you and would like to know more about you and find you other places. Mrs. How can they find you? Um, well, I am children's pastor at Believers Worship
0: Center in Benton, Louisiana, and you can find us on Facebook at Believers
1: Worship. There That's you go. That's it. At Believers Worship. So, okay. Well, thank you, Amy, for coming on. It's been a lot of fun. Oh yeah, I had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Okay. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Calm Talk today. If you've loved this episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. Until next Sunday, stay devoted. Peace and love.